coming in hot, hot, hot. Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, hey, welcome to this episode of I Date Money. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, and today we have an awesome guest with us. Meet Italia Struel. She is your go-to guru for short-form video. I like that already. With passive income and content monetization, she is not your average business coach, blogger, and podcaster. She's a multi-passionate powerhouse on a mission to help women build thriving online businesses without being chained to their phones. Who wants to be chained to their phone, right? I mean, did you ever get that weekly notice that says you spent X amount of time on your phone? I love it when mine goes down. So thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to have you on the show and to hear your money story. Tell us, how did you get started in in this video content and telling people they don't need their phones when this is your whole money-making opportunity here. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually am a nurse turned entrepreneur. I was working bedside nursing and um, my husband wanted to move back to Germany. We were living in California at that time. And when I, you know, Googled what everyone else Googled, how to make money online, and I found blogging. And I was like, okay, I, I travel, I do stuff, I can try this. And so I was like, okay, you know, got the site, got ready, got in there, I was ready to go. And then the pandemic hit, like right when, like after I launched my blog. And then I was like, okay, like let me make a shift. Let me just get on Instagram and try and grow. Like let me work on growing my Instagram. And over nine months, I fell in love with the marketing and the way that people reacted to content or what made somebody like something or comment or buy from somebody more than the blogging or talking about my travels. And so I ended up going into social media management. And I did social media management for um, a multi-million dollar business and really just helped them skyrocket their business. And then I was like, you know what? Like small businesses can be doing this. Like the most of the stuff, like I was someone that didn't have any background experience and I was helping them with like holiday campaigns, email marketing, how to, you know, start getting more people to their blog. And I was like, you know what, like I can help small businesses. And so that's when I made the shift to small business. And then I realized a lot of small businesses would always be on their phone. Like it was like you, in order to make money, I've got to, I've got to post 10 times a day. I've got to do this. And I was like, okay, they're like there, there's another way because I had seen it from a different perspective. And so we're all about boundaries, 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 boundaries. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so your business can still run because you're not solely relying on Instagram, Instagram or TikTok or whatever medium you use is something that you're leveraging and it's not your business. So making sure to step back and make sure you have those different systems in line so you can wake up to payments. 
I love that. That's beautiful. I, I love that you are a nurse. You're multi-passionate. I have a client that is this, is the same. She doesn't use the technology for her entrepreneurship, um, which is a healing modality. And it's so amazing because, you know, people think, you know, like when I was growing up, nurses were like a great job and like you, mm-hmm. you you're so giving and loving and, and you're taking care of people and you're getting well paid for. And I know since the pandemic hit, I have a couple of nieces that are nurses and it's like, pull my hair out. Like why, you know, and some of it, a lot of my, I have a friend that is a cardiologist, cardiologist nurse, and she got into teaching um, because it got to be so challenging to be bedside. Right. So mm-hmm. I were able to recognize that and say, you know what, I'm just going to do something else. And, you know, being brave enough to say, I'm going to walk away, you know, from this and get into this full-time entrepreneur. Did you make a money plan? Like, a, a, you know, did you map it out and say, okay, this is how much money I need to make. And this is how I'm going to transition. What was that like? So actually, luckily for us. So in 2016, I met my husband. Um, and while we, I was traveling in Thailand and when I met him, he's German and in the German culture, the like debt is not really a thing. Like you don't go get credit cards and just willy nilly spend money. Um, so when we got married, I had $70,000 plus in debt and it wasn't school. It was partial school loans, but it was just irresponsibility with money. And, um, as that time when I switched and started doing travel nursing, I spent that time to pay off everything. So within um, a year about, I paid off $70,000 in debt. And then the plan, the money plan for quitting my job was to save $100,000. And I had gotten to $70,000 and I was like, okay, I'm going to fly back and forth, fly back and forth, you know, to, you know, six weeks because I had a per diem job and I was like, I could fly back. But then the pandemic just made it so hard. And so I was just like, you know, January, I think it was like exactly two weeks before I needed to go back. And I just sent an email and I said, you know what, like, I'm not coming back. And I mean, it's a hard thing because I always say I quit my job before I was ready because I didn't quit because I was like ready to quit. Like I still could have still went there, like gone hard and I had a goal, but I realized that building this life here was more important than chasing money. Mm. Wow. That's incredible. Cause most people would have been no, I'm going to meet this goal. I'm going to just, you know, push it forward. It's the last time. So do you ever go back and beat yourself up and say, you know, emotionally, I mean, and say, why didn't you just meet that goal? Why did you quit early? Oh, you're such a quitter. <laughs> no, it's because like, literally I did like a pros and cons list. And I was just like, my husband and I had done long distance multiple times. And it was like, okay, like I can either be the person that's like, okay, I'm all in, we're moving here. So I can start getting accustomed to here. I can start like doing things here, or I can come and be the person that's visiting every six weeks. And I was like, I didn't want our relationship to go backwards. So I was like, um, money down relationship up. Okay. So yeah, (laughs) it was an easy choice for you. So, Mm -hmm. and I, when you talk about it, your face lights up. So you obviously are very happy with your decision. When you were younger, um, we all have a money story. What was your first impression with money at your earliest memory? My earliest memory. So I actually, my parents migrated from um, Zimbabwe when I was four. So we lived in Nebraska and we just like 
it seemed that money was hard to get, but we went to private school. Like my parents paid for us to go to private school. Um, but I remember when the My Size Barbie came out and it was the one that's like, you know, it's my size when you're five years old or whatever. And um, it came out. And when it did come out and it was that Christmas, my family all lost their jobs and we ended up getting construction paper. For Christmas. And it was like the thing where in school already, I was already being judged because like my family made up the black population of the school. And so it was like, okay, like I was already being judged. And then now I can't afford like this, you know, we go back to school on Monday and everyone has a my size Barbie and I didn't get one, but it was, that was really when it started where I was like, oh my gosh, like it must be so hard. Like it must be so hard for someone like me to make money. Hmm. Yeah. And then impression at such a young age and then comparison. Right. And I still think as adults, we do that, especially as entrepreneurs. Well, in, in the same niche, oh, well, they're doing so much better than I am financially. And we really don't know because there's a lot of people who have money on the outside and have nothing to show for it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and spending all their money because they want, you know, it's keep up with the Joneses. So having that impression and realizing like going, going to school and saying, wow, I'm the only one who didn't get this, this doll. I'm sure there was probably someone else (laughs) if you really researched it. Right. But believing this at such a young age, how did that set the trajectory for your relationship with money as you grew older? I think I would just see my parents like work so hard. So it really, I feel like it benefited me, but not really because it benefited me in the fact of like, I knew that I had to work hard in order to get the things that I wanted in life and not only just money, but just everything. So in life, when things kind of tore me down or I felt like, oh my gosh, how am I going to make it? It was just like willpower. Like, no, like you can do it. Like my parents have been come from immigrants and now they own businesses. And it's just like incredible to see the growth. And I think in a way that it held me back was when I first started entrepreneurship because I thought and I felt that I needed to be working all the time to get those sales in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hustle and grind, right? Mm-hmm. Once you got the sales in and stuff, what did you find yourself doing with the money? I am a, I used to be a huge spender, like huge spender when I had all the debt. And then um, now that like after my husband and I would sit down and we would like do our money together, I feel like most of my money in my business goes back into my business. Like a lot of it is like more of me, like learning more things and things in that way. And then I'm not a person, I don't, I don't like to keep up with the Joneses. Like buy me a house. Like I'm a house person. Like I'm a person who's like, oh, like I want to buy an apartment here. I want to do this. So I'm really into real estate. And so that is one thing. Like once we were like, okay, we're like moving. I was like, let's buy an apartment in Dallas. And so like we bought an apartment there just because we're like, let's just have like something other than our home in Sacramento. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. A place to travel to. (laughs) Yes. Not a place Mm -hmm. to travel. I love that. And so many entrepreneurs uh, take their money and put it right back into their business. And, you know, then they come to me and they're like, you're the wealth activator, activate wealth. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's your money story? And what dictates you to want to put all of your money back into your business, right? So what is that pull? So if you think about it, like, so you said that your husband comes from a culture that they don't have debt, which is awesome. And because 
a lot of time debt is something really big in America, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think, um, on one of the talk, the money talk shows that they have um, that airs every day, they were talking about a trillion. There's a trillion dollars worth of debt in America, and like seventy percent of Americans carry some sort of debt. And when you think about that, what is that debt really all about? It's I like to say it's our present self is borrowing from our future self because we don't want to wait for something. We have to have it now. And, you mm-hmm. know, times they're gambling, they're trying to increase their ROI. So I'm going to borrow the money so that I can do the thing that I need to do. When in reality, they have enough money. It's just that they're not allocating it. When you receive all this money and you put it right back into this one thing, there's a tug in your heart that says, oh, I wanted that house in Dallas. I wanted to go on vacation. I wanted that new dress. I wanted to do that. So I always like to say, you know, I, I tell my clients like, you know, do you know about money buckets? You know, and some, some do, some don't. Do you know about money buckets? No, I don't. Yeah. So money buckets are our desires. If you think of the bucket list, right? By the time we reach the last breath, we, there's certain things we want to do. One of my goals, dreams is to travel Europe and go see all the things, you know. Um, I want to see all the United States. I want to hit and travel to all the United States. And when I think about those goals, like, how am I going to get there? Right. So this bucket list becomes my money bucket list, because if I create an action plan and say, okay, next year, I'm going to rent an RV and or buy an RV, whatever. And I'm going to go all around America because I can still work from home. Right. (laughs) I can travel. Mm -hmm. How much money is it going to cost? Right. And then reverse engineer it. And when we do that, we create these money buckets for all of our desires. Everything stays into balance. So it's really fun. Have you ever heard of the money envelope system? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did do that. So the money envelope system is is money buckets electronically. So you're basically taking those envelopes and saying, okay, let's create a bucket. And what what kind of buckets do I want to fill? And it makes mm-hmm. sense. And when you don't have any debt, we're able to do that. So in my monthly um, Crush on Debt membership, every week we meet and we do this aromatherapy and we look at that and say like, why do we have debt? Cause they're all in there like embarrassed. Like I have a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. I owe uncle Sam $50,000, you know, in back taxes and I'm never getting ahead. But when we implement this strategy and we're like, okay, this is okay. And then we start saving our money bucket for our taxes. There is no, O. we get to do it right then and there. So when you think about your situation, creating your dreams for your business, like where do you, what do you see? Where do you see yourself five years from now in your business as far as like expansion and built team building and things like that? So, wow. In five years, um, I see myself, I recently started a membership in a content monetization membership. And I see it like having really growth in that. And really, I like to connect with people in real life. And so, you know, hosting retreats, I really enjoy hosting retreats and doing those kinds of things. So kind of really expansion in that way, but also expansion in other areas that are not like the soul of my business. Like we have a couple of rental properties. We want to start an Airbnb. And so just kind of starting that and kind of dividing myself and it not being solely just like on my online business, but on the other things that I'm doing outside of that. Multiple income streams. I love it. Yes. It is beautiful. It's so amazing to be able to use your gifts and talents to produce more income. And that's amazing. When you think about... um, your investment strategy with the, like, you know, you no longer have the debt. 
taking that money, that extra money that you had. I mean, you worked hard, you paid it off in a year. That's awesome. That's amazing. And then you built up the same amount of debt you built up into savings. I find mm-hmm. that's not coincidental, right? Even no. though you're going 100, you stopped at 70. You're like, yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> Were you able to, you know, we, we, we say money is energy. It is energy. Money is a tool that we get to use. And when used properly, we get to create this ripple effect. Would you say that $70,000 that you saved has multiplied and served you well? I feel like it has. It's multiplied in a way that I don't see it. I think sometimes it's like weird when it comes to money because a lot of the money that you have, you don't see it. Like it's like invested in like 401ks, IRAs, it's in like homes. And so like It's just that place where you're like, I don't wake up in the morning and I'm like, look at my bank account. There's like $400,000 in it, but my worth, like my net worth is still increasing or has tripled. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. You said on your application that over the last year, you've been working on your money story. Tell us more about that. Oh my goodness. So It's just more of just like with my money story, it has really been about kind of filling that gap of I need to work all the time in order to make money um, and I need to work all the time to create that attraction. And it's actually funny because two years ago I was in a mastermind and a lot of the people were very like mindset oriented. I like to say woo woo, but like very like woo -woo vibe, spiritual. And there was one girl who would just like dance, like she would do a video and she would dance. And then at the bottom, like in her caption, she'd be like, sign up for the energetic something. And it's like $555. And she was like, yeah, I sold that out. And like, we were just talking and I was like, what? And I'm like, there must be something that I'm missing because like how, you know, you get that comparison, right? Like you're, I'm over here, like working my butt off and like creating all these posts and you create one post of you dancing and you're like getting this. And so that's when I really started to look into that and started to see like, okay, actually, you know, it's a me problem. It's not anyone else's problem. It's a me problem. It's the fact that I, for so long made money. Like I've been to a place where, you know, in 2019, I made $260,000 that year and that was with nursing. And so I've made it in that place. And now it's that time where I'm, you know, taking a leap. Right. But in my head at that time, it was like, I'm going backwards. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, came from making high income and now I'm going back to like starting over basically, you know, as an entrepreneur. And now it's just like that, I guess, like a catapult, like you've got to go, you know, a little back in order to shoot forward. And Mm -hmm. so in that way, I've realized like my money story was really that, you know, I can make money without having a full-time job. Like I am sustainable. Like it doesn't have to be like me working X amount of hours to make X amount of dollars. I love that. I, I experienced the same thing. So I had my career job. I retired from the Social Security Administration and I was working and earning six figures. Plus I had two side gigs and I had tons of money. You know, I, I became a millionaire in 2019. And then in 20, August of 20, I started building my online coaching business. And I was like, I'm not making any money. <laughs> like, this is zero. Like, why am I doing this? And of course I was still working full time. And I thought, okay, well, there's a purpose and there's like, there's, I, you know, 
this is the goal and let's reverse engineering it and having that. That's why it's so important to do the money buckets and to map it out. So many ladies will come to me and they'll have it all in their head. I mean, get it on paper. Okay. Because get it in picture format, color it. I don't care. But until it comes out of your head, it's not, it's not tangible. We, we need mm-hmm. to make so I love that you were able to do that. Tell us more about your program, what you're doing, what your what your love is for your business. My love is that multiple like people are leaving money on the table. I know like you want to start with your one offer, but there's other ways that you can create income in your business, like affiliate links or working with brands. It doesn't matter if you're a business coach, you utilize many programs. Like if you're using Zoom, for example, you can utilize that and pitch Zoom and then work with them. And so um, just really helping women create multiple streams of income and not having to really like hold on to that one income and only rely on that. And so um, one way that I do that is I have a group program called The Profitable Creator, and I really just take you through the steps of building your brand and creating and establishing those different streams of income. And then if you're someone that's struggling with content, I'm like, I love content and creating. And so I created a content monetization membership and my membership really, you come in, there's like prompts every week for how to create your like content and what content is popular and how to make it your own. So I'm very like specific about making content creation your own and not going with whatever it is somebody else is doing that's quote unquote working. I'm all really about like the conversions and in the membership, we also have two trainings a month where I go over whatever the highlighted topic is. And then um, we also have a monthly call, a group coaching, hot seat coaching type of call in there. And our community is in circle. And so you can go in there and you can chat with the other members and also chat with me and get your questions answered. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. What is the um, best way for our audience to reach out to you? So I am all on all social platforms, <laughs> but if you're a business uh, person and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to learn more about content creation, um, then you can find me on Instagram at Italia Struble. And if you just want to like be nosy and just know about my life, <laughs> I'm on TikTok at the Struble family. My husband and I have a TikTok about, you know, Germany, living in Germany and our relationship as an interracial couple. Um, it's a lot of fun over there. And then I also have a blog if you're somebody that just wants to like look up like travel guides or you're looking for different techniques on social media, you can find that at www.italiastribble.com. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. I'm going to follow you on, as you said, that was on TikTok. Yes. I'm going to have to search for you. That'll be fun. You know, two o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep and I'm scrolling through everything. There's like these movies on there. There's this movie on there about this love coach who fell in love with his client. And they ended up, I was just like, I had to like, go find all the other things. (laughs) I find it fascinating. So yeah, thank you so much. What is your best financial tip that you can share with our audience? The way you handle money is the way that money comes to you. 
Oh, I love that. That is beautiful. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story and your expertise. For those of you listening, check the show notes, reach out and go see multiple income streams, guys. You're always wanting to get that. You know, you don't want to have your eggs all in one basket. And if you love this show, be sure to give us a five-star review and share it with those who will benefit from it. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system. You get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date. The link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.